Off the Books episode of the All the Books show recorded at the David A. Howe Public Library. We talk book news, author news, and literary news, but today it's about video game music. It's all music, baby. Yeah. And you know how in, in most movies, do we say our names? I'm Nick Gunning. I'm Eric Mickles, also known as Dust vs. Tweak. In most movies where you're, where you're put into an unfamiliar scenario, uh-huh. you need somebody in the movie who acts as your window. So, for example, in the first X-Men movie, you have Wolverine. Okay. And you're, you're watching it through his eyes, understanding right. how it goes. Well, ladies and gentlemen, in this episode, uh-huh. I am your Wolverine. You're Hugh Jackman. Because this is... Uh, this is this is really Eric's baby. I mean, you've cultivated a, a pretty extensive list of uh, Overclock Remix. Is it, now you wouldn't? Are, are you saying this is the best of, or these are just no. these are good examples? These, for, okay, uh, I have I picked uh, I picked the tracks that I have here mm-hmm. for multiple reasons uh, to talk about to show maybe different musical styles, but also just to talk about how certain tracks have maybe affected myself as well. I gotta say, I gotta tell you, to be honest, this and the interview we just did with Larry Oji, uh, Lion Tamer. Yeah, oh, if you missed that, please go back and uh, check out that episode. It's yeah. our Off the Books episode, following episode 206. Yeah, but this episode and that episode, they're vanity projects of this guy. I think it's so, great. It's been very much like a vanity, because I love, one, talking about video game music and sharing video game music, and I love Overclocked Remix, and I love putting together playlists, yeah. as you know. You're a video game music evangelist. Yes, would you say? You. Yeah, spreading the joy. Yeah. to the and masses. I said this uh, during the interview last week, but I got I started listening to Overclocked Remix when I was sixteen. Mm-hmm. Electronic Gaming Monthly, the magazine, put out like a little side blurb. It wasn't even a page. It was just on the side and was talking about OCR, telling people to go check it out. And I did. And last year I turned thirty-two, mm-hmm. which means more than half my life I've yeah. been listening to Overclocked Remix. Yeah. And the, milestone. Yeah, the tracks have uh, a lot of the tracks now I've been listening to since then. Yeah. Video game fans, you yeah. can find our, our uh, let's say, heated debate of, oh, yeah. of Super Nintendo versus Sega Genesis. You can find that at SoundCloud.com slash all the books or anywhere you find your podcast. Right. It's episode 168. It's called Ooh. SNES versus Genesis. Yep. I don't want to give anything away, but Genesis wins because it's better. Uh, well, Super Nintendo had... Anyway, we're not going to get uh, into you're right, it. You're Now's right. not the time. Music fans, yes. we have two music el- uh, episodes as well. Mm-hmm. Episode 26, all the albums, where we talk some of our favorite... Uh, albums. Uh, favorite albums. And then a sequel to that, episode 151, all the albums, volume two. So lots yeah. that you can find in the all the books archives mm-hmm. uh so thanks for tuning in if this is your first time welcome we hope you stick around yes uh thank you to overclocked remix for providing the songs that we're about to listen to absolutely so, all right you lead the way all right let's get into it let's do so it. the first track here i have uh is called death on the snowfield by am i evil so this is a remix of the source terra from the game final fantasy 6 it was originally composed by noburu yumatsu uh my apologies for the absolute murder I'm going to do to some of these names. Unaccepted. Oh, jeez. Umatsu is a a huge name in uh, video game music because he he has done the soundtracks for like Final Fantasy through Final Fantasy X and then different uh, games through, along the way. And he has made some absolutely famous, fantastic pieces, some of the most famous in video games. So the one I picked is Death in the Snowfield, uh, which is a theme of one of my favorite tracks, Terra, which is the kind of the main theme of the game Final Fantasy VI, which is one of my favorite games of all time. The game 
opens up on this like uh, you see these three people in mech suits slowly walking in the horizon. This is okay. on the Super Nintendo. Okay. So like the horizon is not really moving so much that the background just kind of goes higher and higher over there, so you know there's some distance. Mm-hmm. It's snowing. This beautiful piano piece starts to play, but you know piano piece on the Super Nintendo. Right. It's it's very cinematic in terms of an opening, and it always has this like somber feel. And this track is very somber. Okay. It always it always kind of puts me in a, a sad state, but I, I love it because it's a very simple take. It's one of the first remixes I ever listened to. Hmm. So that's the reason I picked it is because I've been listening to it for 16 years. Wow. Let's play "Death on the Snowfield" by Am I Evil. Hit it.
And that was Death on the Snowfield by Am I Evil, originally by Nubu Yumatsu. It's interesting because it's, uh, I mean, it's it's evocative the way it comes out. And I, I can only imagine the way it might have sounded like in <laughs> Super Nintendo MIDI. But but mm-hmm. this, this um, it has, it's a very like melancholy tone. It is melancholy. Uh, I used to, like, as a very melodramatic teenager listening to the song. I'm like, oh, I, this can't song, this, I can't <laughs> this imagine. I can't imagine. This makes me cry. I don't think it actually ever made me cry, but it's always been kind of like the sadder remixes I've associated with the, okay. the Source Tune of Terra. Mm-hmm. I've, once I started learning how to play guitar, this was like the first thing <laughs> that I tried to learn, and I was basing it off of Am I Evil's version because okay. it has a few extra notes in there that I really enjoy. So, yeah, that was the first one. Great. So up next is a track called The Accursed Seal Ooh. by Juan Madreno. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the remix of Bloody Tears and Within These Castle Walls from Castlevania II, Simon's Quest, back on the NES. So 1988. Old school. Uh, originally by Kenichi Matsupura and Soto Terashima. Again, my apologies. I, <laughs> I, I can barely read... Anything. Well, as as the as the listener's window, mm-hmm. I grant you my apology. <laughs> I, I accept Thank yours. You. I All grant right. you that. The reason I picked a cursed seal is because uh, so this remix came out in two thousand nine, and the first time I heard it, it kind of like melted my face with some really? of the. Uh, I've wondered why you look this way. Thank and you. Now yeah. I know that the melting started <laughs> ten years ago in two thousand nine. Yeah, two thousand nine. This this song is just a rocking version of Bloody Tears, which is one of the best tracks to come out of the Castlevania series. One of the most famous. It even made it into the Castlevania anime uh, season two. I'm excited. This, this track, it's it's exciting. It's hard hitting. I just loved it. I wanted to I wanted to bring this in after Death on the Snowfield because Death on the Snowfield is quiet okay. and mellow, uh, melancholy. And then Juan Madreno comes in with the Accursed Seal and just rocks, mm-hmm. rocks it out. So mm-hmm. let's let's give it a listen. Let's do it.
That was the Accursed Seal. See, what's fun about that one is like it works just as a standalone piece of music, but it also like that that driving force that it has mm-hmm. like really like puts you in the zone of like I can just see. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> gripping that little rectangular controller, being like, "Come on!" Yeah, bloody bloody <laughs> tears is is definitely an adrenaline pumping song. Even a lot of these songs, when you listen back to them, even on the original one, if you think about how limited they were in terms of technology, yeah. it just blows my mind. But yeah, I remember the first time I heard that and just hearing that guitar tear it up was like, that's fantastic. I love it. I mean, and if you, my tastes tend not to veer too hard when it comes to rock. I'm not ever going to listen to like Screamo or super heavy metal. Okay. So, but if you're looking for something like that, Overclocked Remix has it. Me putting my toes into like a, the shallow pool of hard Uh. rock. All right. So the next track I picked is called Vampire Spanker. All right. By. I'm intrigued. Daneman and Silvernecked. And this is a remix of Vampire Killer breaking into the castle background music by Kineo Yamashita and Seto Terashima. And it's from the first Castlevania. And I wanted to bring this up because I wanted to kind of show how you can have uh, tracks from the same series of games, the same era of games, and they can just sound completely different depending on who's remixing them and what kind of style they're going for. Because Overclocked Remix... It's not just that they somebody takes a song and kind of changes it a bit. A lot right. of times, it's taking a source track and putting it into a maybe in a different genre or changing it around so it creates a different kind of atmosphere. And so with that Castlevania track we just listened to, it you know it was driving and exciting. This one is a lot more acoustic and mellow, but Vampire Killer is just as uh, of as exciting of a source tune as Bloody Tears is. Okay. So this is Vampire Spanker by Daneman and Silvernecked. Thank you. 
Vampire Spanker by Daneman and Silvernecht. I, you know, I've never played a Castlevania game. Uh-huh. I just got one for my Xbox, though. Which one? I'm going to dig in. I don't know. It was the one that was like part of the deal of the week. You know, they do like the monthly right. deals. I have to check. I'll have to check. Oh I'll, get, I'll get back to you. I'll get back. Castlevania, like Mega Man, yes. is known for its notorious difficulty. But you just beat Mega Man 1 and 2. I did. Yeah. So, I'm almost. I've only got two more and three, and I'm almost there. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, these are these are notoriously hard games, and you're doing all right. So I'm like 30 years behind the, <laughs> the curve so <laughs> but yeah i mean i both of those tracks i liked and i i like that they're they're just like as you're saying it really highlights the the differences the different things that people can can bring out of, of the music Absolutely. you know because that i like it there was there was moments of that that had kind of almost like a funk vibe to it you know yeah and it, it, it just that that mellow guitar yeah a lot of a lot of times the way an oc song like really lasts is like maybe one of my favorites or gets on there is just like the initial first impression mm-hmm. and that one had a great first impression especially at the end where uh the two guitars are just you know, yeah. jamming out together. Yeah. All right. So the next track is called The Quick and the Blue oh. by The Megas. Finally something I actually have experience with. Yeah. This is a remix of Quick Man Stage by Manumi Matsume and Takashi Tatishi. So this is from Mega Man 2, mm-hmm. which is the last one you mm-hmm. just beat. Yep. Uh, this is the theme of Quick Man Stage. Oh, jeez. You say... I'm just, it's a killer been, stage. That's all there is to it. Yeah, it's, it's difficult. The Megas are a, a cool concept band. I don't want to say concept band because they've done other stuff, but a lot of what they did was just taking the Mega Man soundtracks and making their own concept albums out of it. So... Uh, their Mega Man 2 albums, the Megas, get equipped. It's just them going over every track from Mega Man 2 and giving each of the eight robot masters that you fight their yeah. own kind of song. Mm-hmm. But they did a second album based off of the Mega Man 2 called The Megas Get Acoustic. And it was an acoustic album of okay. that same. And I really like that whole album. But one that stands out specifically is the one they submitted to uh, Overclocked Remix called The Quick and the Blue. And it's just this really kind of cool take but what really gets me is the end where uh they start kind of describing quick man's train of thoughts as he's losing to mega man Mm -hmm. because throughout the song he's very boastful about uh how he's going to beat mega man but at the end he starts realizing that he might not be fast enough Mm. so this is our first track that we're playing now with uh lyrics with lyrics and vocals so i hope you enjoy it the quick and the blue let's do it Fall. 
crowd saw the quick man He knew that he couldn't tell them He was the quickest of all Would this be the day that he falls? Now there's too much at stake It's slow, I'm not scared anymore I see the faces of my brothers that have fallen before My circuit's slow, I'm not scared anymore Reach for my weapon and in turn you're reaching for yours My circuit's slow, what they said is a lie The shots are heard and the bullets scream death as they fly my circuit's slow, I'm not scared anymore This is the moment that we have been created for My circuit's slow, my moment has come Your speed means nothing if it's death that you're running from My circuit's slow, I'm not scared anymore I join the ranks of my brothers that have fallen you're too quick on the draw Burn this town There is no law What they say is true Death does wear blue You can't fall Another fun fact about this song I was listening to it As my future wife asked me to go to Dollar General with her and her friends and that was the beginning of wow. my romantic relationship with my wife. Your, your romantic relationship began with a trip to Dollar General? And the Quick and the Blue. Okay. <laughs> so that, that was the Quick and the Blue by the Megas. Did you enjoy the soundtrack to Mega Man 2 while you played it? I did, yeah. I mean, Mega Man 1 and Mega Man 2. I mean, they each, they each, each stage has its own sort of distinctive theme. So, right. But I think 2 really kicks it up a notch. Where it sure each does, one, yeah. you know, especially... Cause I, I, Especially when you're when you're like pausing and going through trying to figure out what mm -hmm. suit to to use, oh, yeah. I mean that music just keeps going and yep. it's like relentless and yeah, it just has. They all have a really cool vibe, a really cool groove to them. So mm -hmm. I think um, doing something from from this game, you're starting mm -hmm. you're starting with a from a cool place anyway. So to yeah. be able to expand that and give it a little bit more like flavor, I think is it right. works really well. I mean, Mega Man Two is famous for its soundtrack. Besides just being a it. really fun game, yeah. so the soundtrack is definitely one of those that's held up in, you know, the all-time classics mm -hmm. of video game soundtracks. I I played this when I was seventeen. I haven't gone back to it, so mm -hmm. I'd be afraid so, to play it yeah. again. But your son is loving watching it's you play these so, games. It's just so hard. <laughs> I mean, it is so hard. I just played through Celeste a while uh -huh. back. Oh yeah, and like I played that before I played Mega Man, but now doing that. It's not. It's <laughs> not that far of a jump, really. I mean, right. the, the difficulty level uh, in Celeste is just you have to be completely perfect, and that's 
often the case in in Mega Man. Yeah, as that's well. where it all. I mean, you really it's yeah. even even with being able to save and like go back a little bit, it mm-hmm. is still an incredibly challenging game. Well, yeah, I mean, people use NES hard as like a descriptor for a, a game. Oh yeah. So I I think maybe they've done that. I haven't played there, Celeste. There are some levels. I mean, Celeste uh, without infinite lives, I don't think you could ever get through Celeste. <laughs> uh, but I'm sure some YouTubers is going to prove me wrong now. Right. But yeah, I mean that's that's the thing with Mega Man. It's just like. You, you have to lock it in mm-hmm. super tight. And I don't understand how, right. like in the late 80s, you're just sitting there yeah. with no options. Oh. You just have to like nail it. Right. I, d- I don't... Well, you only had one game Hats at the off time. to yeah, the people who, who did this because... Yeah. I remember watching videos of the Megas playing through okay. Mega Man 2 and talking about the different cheats or uh, yeah. things you could take advantage of. Up next is a song called Dolphin Ride by Monkey Kong. This is from Donkey Kong Country, and this is specifically uh, a mix of aquatic ambience. Mm. So that's by David Wise and also Evelyn Novakovic and Robin Beanland. So David Wise, he is an, a legend in the video game music canon. Okay. Uh, his speci- For me, it, it always comes down to his Donkey Kong Country work, specifically Donkey Kong Country 1 and 2. He kind of taught me uh, as a young kid what like the idea of like an atmospheric tune was an at- mm-hmm. atmospheric track or even just how you can make this this was probably the first time as a kid i was like i'm feeling melancholy yeah and aquatic ambience always stood out to me because it's very serene and like we talked about in the uh, interview with uh lion tamer uh last episode you could pause the game and the tracks would still play mm-hmm. so yeah. if you were in the middle of aquatic that's Mega Man as well yep yeah so it, that was great because you could just pause it and listen to the track mm-hmm. and uh, there are a lot of different takes on aquatic ambience. I wasn't sure which one to pick, but I've always really liked how this one kind of starts serene and then a guitar comes in and just sends shivers down my spine. Well, I I feel like the like the water level music is is almost like a subgenre yeah, in no video kidding. game music yep. anyway because like I mean right now I could do the whole like Mario NES mm-hmm. the water level music and yep. so it always does have this sort of ethereal mm-hmm. I I'm I gotta say that I'm a little disappointed that there's no Echo the Dolphin represented on your list here. Sorry, uh, because that's like the They're king of this sort of thing. You, so yeah. we'll we'll see we'll see how Donkey <laughs> Kong does here. All right, so this is Dolphin Ride by Monkey Kong.
All right, so Dolphin Ride by Monkey Kong. See, I I love the I, I love the different stages of this track. Mm-hmm. How how you have kind of you have this like real slow jam mm-hmm. vibe, and then it's like oh now let's get real, yeah. you know, and then it like really hits it. It's such yeah. a great such a great swell in the music. Yeah, the first time I listened to that track, I, I was just like okay, so it's another kind of calming aquatic yeah. ambience uh, remix, and, and then, then look like, out. Yep. There there are a lot of people can do a lot of different things with this track. It's it's a very popular one, probably mm-hmm. the most popular from the game but the whole soundtrack is great i don't think what what is this what's what system is this on donkey kong country? super nintendo super nintendo okay. donkey so, kong yeah, country I, one and two i played it yeah you were too busy playing echo the dolphin on sega genesis well i was gonna say the next game on the list which is sonic the hedgehog yes so this is gotta start from somewhere from sonic the hedgehog this is by jurato hank the spank tank jenkerson trev wignall and the nikonuro nikonuro if I just say it over and over yeah, again, I'll get it right. Yeah, keep saying it. One of them will be right. <laughs> uh, all right. So the soundtrack for Sonic the Hedgehog was by... It's Choice. Masato... What? I said it's Choice. It's The soundtrack is Choice. It is. For yeah, Sonic it's the quality. Hedgehog. It's quality. Uh, it's by Masato Nakamura. Uh, and this is a soundtrack... This is a mix of the tunes Invincible, Title Screen, and Title Screen. Well, I got to get out my lighter for this one. Hold on. The title screen from 1 and 3 are in this as Ooh. well. One of the reasons I brought this up, up down, over, over. A I start. brought this in because you're you're a Genesis fan. I am. You love Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. And I think this track is just a whole bunch of fun. Sega Genesis, not Genesis the band. I right. just want to be clear. Yeah. Okay. Do you like Genesis, Genesis the band? What are some of their hits? <sighs> I can feel it coming and turning night. That did nothing to win me over. <laughs> okay. Well, nothing. I don't think I did anything for anyone. I just want to hear Sonic the Hedgehog. I can't focus okay. on anything else. Here we go. Let's Gotta do. start from somewhere. Oh yeah. <laughs>
I should point out this is also from one of the Overclocked Remix albums that they put out called Speeding Towards Adventures, 25 Years of Sonic the Hedgehog. So I imagine that the that source tune that dun 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 is mm-hmm. very familiar mm-hmm. with this guy. It is. It truly is. I I think like even though even though Sega was not the, my first system. Mm-hmm. I mean that would have been just classic NES. Okay. And all of those. I mean the Mario Two music, mm-hmm. the Mario One. So many, so many right. of those things. But I really feel like this is where my heart <laughs> right <laughs> leads me back to sure. Sonic the Hedgehog. And the theme from Green Hill Zone is just like mm-hmm. way up there. But yeah, I mean the the start screen theme i mean that mm-hmm. that was one that you'd hear over and over again yeah especially as you tried to put in that cheat code to get you to access <laughs> any level you know listen to this uh, guy so yeah that's definitely one play. that i've heard uh, uh-huh. over and over and over again and and the uh it's the invincibility yeah you said yeah yeah i love it i guess it, I, I love it this this is one of the few times where i clicked me like, oh this is bluegrass mm. and i'm not like a bluegrass fan yeah. but i like i like uh yeah how they're bringing in there yeah you got some saxophone in there uh-huh. as well so i, I like that yeah. i like some of this every now and then like an overclocked remix song will have sound samples and they're doing it in a specifically cheesy way yeah i don't know if that's the full intent of uh gotta start from somewhere but i like uh just sonic be like here we go yeah yeah well it's a nice it's it's a nice pairing of of styles you mm-hmm. know because you don't hear the sonic music and think like oh bluegrass but mm-hmm. it it pairs itself really well with just like a little tweak so it was a clever it was a clever right. thing to do okay well, up next is a song called Morning Thinker by Dragon Avenger and Matthias Hagstrom Gert. The original track is from Morning, Lemon Tea, and Thinker from Silent Line Armored Core by Koto Hashino, Takashi Yanagawa, and Sakusa Sioto. Mm. Again, apologies. Yes. Please, yeah. please forgive me. Nick, I do. I do forgive you. Oh, my word. Apologies to everybody whose ears are bleeding from those yeah. pronunciations. Yeah. But you, the re- you warned them. I did. You warned them leading in that it yeah. was going to be rough. So the reason I brought this up is because this is from a game called Silent Line Armored Core. Never heard of this game. I have never played a game from Armored Core. I've wow. never played. I've never heard the music before. Overclocked Remix did this. This was from an album they did called The Answer Armored Core Tribute Album. And so this was in 2010. And it's a, it's a kind of a short album. It's only a couple of tracks. But even though I had never played the games, the, this song specifically struck out to me and became like one of my all-time favorite tracks from here so much that like i used to have i used to have a a couple cds that i would put in my alarm clock like five track cds to wake up to (laughs) and this is one of the songs that i would wake up to eric's in his mid-30s everyone (laughs) early 30s 33 is early 30s you know what it's the beginning of mid-30s but yes i take your point okay so this is like ps2 era game I, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm not sure what were all the Armored Core games. I imagine some of them were probably on the PS1, but this one specifically is from PS2, okay. uh, 2003. I wanted to use this as an example of even if you haven't played the games on Overclocked Remix, there's still music that might click with you. Okay. Um, I didn't grow well, up. I'm enjoying Sonic. it. I've only played like two of these games so far. That's, so, all you right. Know. Well, let's let's listen to Morning Thinker. I think we should. I'm 
stick, baby I'm a thinker, I could break it out I'm a shooter, a drastic, baby I'm a thinker, I could break it out I'm a shooter, a drastic, baby I'm a thinker, I could break it out I'm a shooter, a drastic, baby I'm a thinker, I could break it out I'm a shooter, a drastic, baby So that was Morning Thinker by Dragon Avenger and Matthias Hackstrom Gert. I defy anyone to listen to that song and, and not dance. Nick did. I did. He did. I didn't even he mean to. Stop himself. I didn't even mean to, but the, the the funk just came out of me. I don't Dragon Avenger is the one doing the lyrics. Okay. Uh, on doing the vocal performances on this. And uh, Dragon Avenger has a quote here saying, I'm still amazed that Matthias was able to do so much with me recording the singing t- line practically one time. That whole oh, wow. I am a thinker drastic. Yeah. It's it's for me it's just like so fun and exciting having never played the games Mm -hmm. uh it's just one of those examples like i said of yeah fun fact i used to play i played a few games of league of legends with dragon avenger really yes that is a fun fact so up next is death rebirth life starring tom cruise no oh okay sorry is that what is that tom cruise oh you're thinking death Rinse, repeat, or whatever it's, it's called. It's not rinse. Live, that's die, that's die, what repeat. you do with Pert Plus. You're thinking live, live die, die, repeat. Live, die, repeat, yeah. No, this is Death, Rebirth, Life, 1986. I see. By Anti-Sin. Yep. Uh, you were th- alive in 1986. That's my birth year. Wow. And I, I have to believe, if I'm being honest, this is part of the reason why I like this song so much. Because it's your birth year? It's my birth year. Wow. The tracks were originally Genova and Let the Battle Begin by Nobuo Yumatsu from Final Fantasy VII. A lot of people's favorite game of all time. All time. Really popularized the JRPG 
in the West. See, my wife's a big fan of the Final mm-hmm. Fantasy series, so my experience with it is usually sitting on the couch watching her play, being like, okay, help that guy find his hammer. Right, you know, sure, yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, Final Fantasy VII was the first one to come on the PS1, and it like just blew people away graphically. Yeah. Story-wise, it knocked people off. And music, it was just, you know, it was great. And I, Final Fantasy VI is my favorite of the Final Fantasy games. Okay. And it's also my favorite soundtrack, but... Final Fantasy VII has to be at least in second place for me. It is a killer soundtrack, one of Umatsu's best. And Anti-Sin brought in this really kind of cool synth vibe Ooh. that I really, really like. It has He, he puts 1986 there, and I think it's because it has a sound like it's you can oh, yeah. kind of relate it to the 80s. A lot of people might say One Winged Angel, which is Sephiroth's theme for Final Fantasy VII, is like the ultimate track. But I, I really do think I've been coming around to Genova being like maybe one of the absolute bangers. Hot take. The, it's, we got a hot take. I don't think it's a hot take to say oh, Genova. Okay. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> but Genova really gives One Winged Angel a run for his money. So let's listen to Anti-Sin's Death, Rebirth, Life, 1986 from 2012 from Final Fantasy VII from the PS1. Eric, I'm all in. All right. Oh, 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 
So it was Death, Rebirth, Life, 1986 by Anti-Sin. It felt like I was in a haunted house like, montage from 1986. Okay. And I mean that in the best possible way. <laughs> okay. That is absolutely a compliment. That's that's one of your dreams. Yeah. To you go back yeah. in time in the 80s yeah. and be in a haunted be a, house. Be in a montage. It's a yeah. haunted, house, haunted house montage. Okay, yeah. You got to be clear. So you're running. I'm running. Camera maybe Things cuts. are happening. Up. Right. Yeah. Is, yeah. Is there one of those scenes where like we, we, we're just at the end of the hallway looking yeah. down. We see you run through a door. Yeah. Maybe the ghost runs through another door. Like zoinks. Okay. <laughs> I, I love that synth sound that's going throughout this whole thing. It's just a it's just a great take on that track. Agreed. Famous track. Agreed. You you're converting me over here. Thank you. Yeah. To Final Fantasy Seven? Just listen, some there's there were there are stories of some people getting Final Fantasy Seven and then returning it because they didn't realize how much reading was gonna be in the game. <laughs> so I'm a librarian. There it's you perfect. go. Perfect. Yeah. Up next some distance by radio war this is a remix for the track for better or worse from the game uncharted 4 a thief's end see the whole uncharted series i love as you you know yep that's why i brought this here man well thank you no problem and a lot of the music in there just is works perfectly to Mm -hmm. be sort of subtle but enhance the experience enhance like the emotional Mm -hmm. investment in it so yeah I'm, i'm excited to hear this remix the original track was by alex belcher and henry jackman Oh, Henry, yeah. Henry oh, Jackman's yeah. worked on a lot of films. Yes, he has. Uh, and he's actually done a lot of video games, too. So this Thanks, Radio Hank. War <laughs> Radio War is one is a remixer that I really like uh, their style of. I've never again, I've never played the Uncharted games. yet. I haven't played them yet. I'm going oh, to. They're so good. But this is another case where I heard this. I'm like, this song is really good. I really like this. This is going to my favorites. I had to share it with you. So let's listen to Uncharted 4, A Thief's End, Some Distance.
All right, so that was Some Distance by Radio War. See, Uncharted 4, because mm-hmm. uh, you're, not, you're not familiar with Which one's your favorite Uncharted, for one? Oh, that's tough. Is it two? That is tough. Probably two as a, as a standalone game, but mm-hmm. I think when you take the, the franchise as a whole, uh-huh. four is just such a great okay. like, capstone on, on the series. Right. And I think like as an overall production, it's probably mm-hmm. the best. Does it s- scratch that uh, Tomb Raider itch? For you, or um, is it something else completely for you? I think I think two does a little bit more. Four, okay. and I think this track highlights this about it so well. Mm-hmm. Four is a very sentimental, mm. a very like emotional right. kind of ride. You're you're invested in these characters. You're seeing a lot of backstory. Okay, you're seeing a lot of relationships sort of reach their right. natural conclusions, and mm-hmm. so the music. The music plays with that quite a lot, and I yeah. think what what this track uh, expertly does is pulls on all of those, okay. all of that emotion, but still is just a really like kicking track. You mm-hmm. know, it just it it works really well. And that's that's impressive for you because the first Uncharted game was one that you almost hated. You almost gave up on it. Well, the combat in yeah. in the first Uncharted is almost a deal breaker. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard. It's not fun, and right. there's just <laughs> way too much of it. Wow! So whenever you're like pinned down, and it's like, okay, you've you've got a little tiny pea shooter, and there's mm-hmm. 48 guys oh coming at you, and you can't get out of this yeah. rock until you've. It gets a little rough. Uncharted one. All right. Uncharted one. But what I really, I want to say real quick about this is I like how uh, Radio War has that synth sound, kind of like what yeah. we just listened to with uh, from Final Fantasy VII. Mm-hmm. But he's also bringing in those acoustic oh, strings yeah. and really making it all work together. And I just well, that's, love that, and that's, those layers. Yeah, and that I think it's those layers that help with that like emotional mm-hmm. punch that the song gets. So yeah, sure. it's because it's it's well done. Well, up next is a song called "What's Left" by Radio War. I wanted to bring in a second track by uh, a remixer. Uh, a lot of the a lot of the remixers, like if they put one out, I'm like, oh, I gotta, I have yeah. to listen to this. But this is from the track "Agitation to Destruction" from Wild Arms by Michiko Naruke from the first Wild Arms game, a game I haven't played myself. But like like old school, like NES. No, uh, PS1. Okay. JRPG, kind okay. of like the Final Fantasy set, uh, series. What well, the reason I brought this track in is because I talked about how Death Death on the Snowfield kind of is a bit of melancholy. This this song is also very uh, melancholy in its tone. It came at a very dark point in my life. Mm. Uh, the whole album that this track came from is called Wild Arms, Armed and Dangerous. It came out December 2011. Yeah. You remember December I was there. 2011. I was there. That was a dark time for this guy. It was. I, I was on a precipice, you I were. can say so. Yeah. And this album came out, and I didn't really... I've never played Wild Arms, but I always like when OC... It, it, sorry, it, it's, a, it's like a Western. It's, it's an a old Western, West type game. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a Western fantasy uh, role-playing game. I had never played Wild Arms, but like I said, I always like when the albums came out, and I would always listen to them. And I would usually just put the album on and let it play. And I was just sitting on the couch listening to it while probably my eyes were closed because I was in a bitter state. Yeah. And this track came on and I was like, this track is saying exactly how I feel. It, it was just, it, I couldn't describe what was going on inside of me at the mm-hmm. time, but this, this song, it was it. And wow. now it, it's just be kind of, it kind, I listen to it and I, I don't get depressed. Like it doesn't send me back there, but I always kind of think back where this song kind of helped me through a very dark time. Wow. So I wanted to, I wanted to share this song with you. It, it's a very uh, cool piece, again, by Radio War, who did that Uncharted track that we just listened to. So this is What's Left by Radio War.
All right. So again, he's doing that uh, synth yeah. strings mixture that I, I really like. But it's those yeah. strings. It's that repeating riff that he's doing on the strings that yeah. was really like, with those the synths in the background, was really like, yeah. What's left? It man? has a. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know much about the games, but mm-hmm. it it does it does uh, have some of that sort of solitary figure. Um, Western vibe. Yeah, sure. yeah, it does. It does. So I can see where if you're a sad little guy in <laughs> 2011. I was that a sad big guy. Sorry, Thank you. Sad, I was an adult. Sad little man. 2011. Big, big, man, big man. Big man. Gosh. Well, I would have been 24. I was 24. I remember being 24. <laughs> Eric's a lot older than I am, but I No, I'm I younger than you. Yeah, so th- anyway, this that. game is on my to-play list as well. Yeah. So. Wait, do you only listen to this when you're sad, or does this have... No, now I listen to it. Now no, I you can, can appreciate it. it. Yes. A uh, healthy bit of solitary. It helps when I'm sad. Yeah. But it, it now when I listen to it, but I'm it like, doesn't ah, yes. make you no, sad. No, it doesn't make me sad. Okay. That that was a song that, you know, has a somber feel to it for mm-hmm. me anyway. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but helped me through a sad time. This song just makes me happy. It's a happy, fun song. And I thought after it's showing a real roller coaster of emotions know, we're no going kidding. through over here. I thought after showing uh kind of a tune that I'm probably listening to when I'm feeling down, this is a song that just makes me feel happy and not like wow excited just like a very pure happiness mm-hmm. and it helps that it's from pokemon oh, the yes. original red and blue games so this is called wet dreams by phonetic hero it's a remix of the theme of cerulean city and viridian forest by originally by junichi masuda and it's just it's so boppy and fun and i i think on overclocked remix anyway there's this kind of term uh, that this track has which is kind of like nine bit okay. where it sounds very similar to like eight bit music from the the original D- nintendo but it it has more technology available and it's okay. using it and it has this very boppy feel L- let's just let's just listen to yeah. it it's called wet dreams by phonetic hero come on get happy
All right, so that was Wet Dreams by Fernanda Kiro from Pokemon. They say blue version. I played Pokemon Red version. Okay, so Boppy, Boppy. Thank you. I get it. Yeah. I get it. It 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 gives me the sense of like clouds. Mm, you know what I mean? You sort sure. of feel a sense of like soaring. Cerulean City is where you get your water badge. It's where you Ooh. fight Misty in her gym. In her gym, Misty from Pokemon. Yeah. Oh sure. Pokemon. Nick. I know. I played Pokemon Sun. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You you got Sun. I got Moon. Yeah, you did. Okay. And you never played it. Uh, so you never played it once. It, we were going to battle, and you never played it. <laughs> Cerulean City is like the water the water town. So it not, has not this very uh, watery vibe, I yeah. think, too. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it just, it, again, it just makes me happy. Yeah. I, it has this, yeah, it has an innocence belied by its uh, slightly naughty title. So you you said <laughs> this is our this is our dirtiest episode yet. I guess thanks so. a lot over Clark. Yeah, next. really. Uh, up next is called "Great Job" by Insert Rupee. Well, that's that's positive. Insert Rupee is actually a group. Uh, this is Benjamin Briggs and Drew Wheeler, otherwise known as Ben Briggs and Helk. And Helk has a very specific kind of nine bit chip tuny sound. And again, this song makes me happy. This is from the Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past by Koji Kondo, who did the original track. Link to the Past is probably my favorite game of all time. I have Your favorite game of I, all time? I've been working through this a couple of years, and I yeah. always come back to Link to the Past. I wow. just replayed it recently because I got the Super NES Mini. Uh-huh. I loved every minute of it again. And I knew where everything was, and I wasn't bored. It's just so fun. Huh. And the soundtrack is great. But Great Job is a remix from the ending, or the staff role, the end credits. It's a very encouraging song. Yeah. But why I brought this on is because I play this at my wedding. Really? We we had a DJ and everything, yeah. and we had music played at the wedding. But uh-huh. during the reception, uh, while people were eating, my wife, she let me make a CD of my favorite Overclock remixes for the reception for wow. while we were all eating before the dancing started. And uh, every now and then, like, a song from that will come on, and I was like, oh, that was at the wedding. But Great Job is the one I absolutely remember playing mm, at the reception. That's fun. And it's now at the point where Great Job, this, this remix, doesn't bring me back to link to the past so much anymore but it brings me back to my wedding that's and that's pretty good it's a happy so it's a very happy nostalgic song for me yeah for that one and the reception it also had we had these great like pesto raviolis that Ooh. i've never been able to find again wow my favorite game a great track my wedding it all just yeah comes in so that's Boy, why if I you had some pesto one. ravioli this would get it. it yeah i'd be crying we, you'd never get out <laughs> yeah. of the house well all right so let's let's play great job i think we should
So that was a great job by Insert Rupee. So two remixers coming together to make a great track. Much like you and Kendra came together to make a great couple. Thank you. Same way. Do you remember the old uh, Zelda cartoon? The 80s one. Yeah. Excuse me, I watched princess. a lot of that Zelda cartoon. Did you? And it seemed to me... Uh-huh. That ninety percent of the time, Link was just trying to kiss Zelda. That sounds right. That was pretty yeah. much all. That did was you, the plot. Did you ever watch Captain N? I missed that oh, almost. No, I didn't. Like the kid who was in Video Game World or whatever it was no. called, Nintendo World, maybe. I didn't watch it. I like how this track still has. It has this like happy vibe. Yeah. But it still kind of feels like the end credits of a game. Oh yeah. And I, well, it feels retro as yeah. well. You yeah, know? it does, and it has that kind of like almost skipping feel. Yeah. Up next, Nick. A bit more of a mellow piece, if you will. This is called A New Place by Injury, MJ Alt, Nicole Adams, and Tepid. So this is uh, a remix of from the game Donkey Kong Country 2, Diddy Kong's Quest. Also, it's Diddy's, apostrophe S, Kong Quest. Mm. Diddy's Kong Quest. I understand. Diddy Kong's Quest. Yeah. Blew my mind about three years ago when I figured that out. I need to sit down after (laughs) that. That was... The, The track was originally called Hot Head Bop from Donkey Kong Country 2 by David Wise, again, a, a legend in the industry. Uh, this is like the lava area, if Ooh, I remember. Ooh, dangerous. Uh, so hothead bop. And yeah. uh, these games, I remember them being difficult, but Donkey Kong Country 2... Not Mega Man difficult. No, not Mega Man difficult. Donkey Kong Country 2, like I said, the first one kind of taught me about ambience with music and uh, atmosphere. Donkey yeah. Kong Country 2... And I've said melancholy a lot on this podcast. I apologize. You have. But we are getting... Uh, melancholy is one of our sponsors. So that's true, yes. We get... That soundtrack, I think he upped the ante, David Wise. Hmm. He, he was like, I made kids feel melancholy and kind of feel like I'm alone. Huh. But this one, he was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it even more. It has <laughs> this... <laughs> Let's make him think there's no tomorrow. <laughs> it, it ha- it's a very fun, atmospheric soundtrack. Let's but get it, sad. It does bring it down a little bit, but it's, it's great. And... If I had to choose, I might pick Donkey Kong Country 2 as having the my preferred soundtrack. Really? But I like this one. This is another one with a vocal performance. Okay. I, I just like how it all builds. I like the electric guitar that comes in. Let's Let's have a listen. i 
All right, and that was MJ Alt as the male vocals. It's Nicole Adams on female vocals. This was from the album Donkey Kong Country 2, Serious Monkey Business. <laughs> uh, a great album, Look out. I should say. It's got kind of an end credits vibe, you know? Like a movie that sort of ends on a downer note, but with a touch of hope. Mm-hmm. That's what it makes me think. It has this like sense of adventure. Mm-hmm. Almost, it's, it's got kind of a like walking into the horizon kind yeah. of feel to it, you know? It, it's making me think of Never Ending Story a little bit right now. Okay. So there we go. Yeah. I've seen that once. Good you ever seen you. Neverending Story? I don't think I've sat down and watched the whole thing. I mean, I'm certainly familiar with it as a child of the 80s. Are you afraid to watch that horse die for real? I'm a little scared. Yeah. yeah. Up next yeah. Uh, is a track called White Run by Mellow Gear from the Elder Scroll V Skyrim. Hmm. Uh, the track originally was The Streets of White Run by Jeremy Soule. This is a track that I listened to first. I listened to this mix first because okay. I hadn't played uh, Skyrim yet. I yes. got to it late. I really, really like this mm. without ever hearing the source. It, it kind of became another one of my like real favorites without me having that source uh, originally. But then when I played the game, I was kind of disappointed that it didn't sound more like this mix. I, uh. I think this is one of those things where maybe, you know, I'll probably be, people will probably disagree with me, but I really think this song is stronger showing here the stronger showing interesting uh, almost like a definitive take have you ever played a game solely because you liked the overclocked remix version of the music it's why i played Mega Man 2 the first time wow yeah and it's why you got married when when i was like 17 i convinced my mom to go on ebay and buy an nes and a whole bunch of games because i was getting into overclocked remix so much wow that i wanted to play castlevania and ninja gaiden and Mega Man 2 you ever play kung fu no. I love that game. On, on what? On, on NES. Oh, okay. Classic. No, I hadn't. Yeah. So Good yeah, times. there there have been times I'm like, this song is great. I got to play this game. Sorry. What's that? Kung Fu theme. All right. So this is White Run by Mellow Gear.
White Run by Mellow Gear. Tell me what this game is about because I've never Skyrim? known. Yeah. Uh, it's it's just like a high fantasy adventure, okay. open world. Ooh. You basic you get a quest, okay. but really you're going off and just doing whatever you want to do. You're going to find whatever adventure you want. It's okay. very it can be very much make your own fun. So how does this music sit in a game? This is the music that plays when you get to the town, Ooh. White Run. Okay. And the 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 original track being kind of just more atmospheric and in the background. Mm. Okay. Whereas this one really stands out. Yeah, it's 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 it sort of elevates. Yeah. What I, I could see how if you strip it back, it could be kind of an unobtrusive yeah. background, but this, I think, uses it yeah. well. One time I was driving to North Carolina with my dog, uh-huh. and the sky <laughs> was just very nice, and yeah. this track was on. Huh. just made me feel very serene. Yeah. Next up is a track from Final Fantasy IX. We already played two Final Fantasy games Jeez. on this, but Final Fantasies it's the gift that keeps on giving. Apparently. So again, Nobu Yumatsu. This is by Benjamin Briggs. Uh, so yeah, the track is originally called uh, Over the Hill. And I really like Final Fantasy IX soundtrack. I really like Final Fantasy IX. I was excited when they released the album Final Fantasy IX Worlds Apart on the website. This is the first track. It's called Maguro's Knife Party.
Uh, so again, Maguru's knife party, fun is it's like chipper. It builds up. It oh, does you don't have to explain the funness to me. <laughs> I got I sprained an arm doing the robot to it, that song. It it builds. It does feel like a party. But what's what's yes, it does. interesting as well is that it's using kind of like the main love theme i guess i could say from the original game which has you know has lyrics and it's very okay but it's just that was your remix that was your own personal that was my own personal wow i'll I'll be submitting that yeah i think you should but it just but they make they take that kind of like more acoustic-y uh love song and turn it into this fun upbeat chiptune party song i had a good time the whole album is great. It's it's a large album because Final Fantasy IX is a huge game. Mm. It was four discs on the PS1. The whole uh, album is worth checking out. But for me, that's like a great way to start it because I'm like, I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready for this. Yeah. Final Fantasy IX, close to my... T- I'm not sure if it's in my top five anymore oh, with Final Fantasy games. Boy, oh, boy. Oh, neck boy. and neck. and neck. Yeah. Neck and neck. It's six. It's seven. Okay. Probably ten. Wow. And then I don't know. Huh. I can pick my top three Final Screw Fantasies. Screw you, eight. Eight's probably in there. Oh. It's probably at least five. Well, apologies to eight. <laughs> right. I misread and I, <laughs> I overreacted. Yeah. Eight, come back. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, bad. It needs uh, to listen to that Knife Party track. Cheer itself up. So the reason why I picked this next track is called Neo Nature by Nervous Test Pilot from Deus Ex. Originally, Unetco by Alexander Brandon, Dan Gardope. Michael Van Den Boss and Reeves Gabriels. Mm-hmm. The reason why I picked this one is because we just did that episode on music we listened to while we read. Sure did. And this was one of the tracks that I listened to when I was reading Neuromancer. Oh. Because this this game is very much a cyberpunk game. It is the did, cyberpunk game. Did not like that book. You didn't like Neuromancer, right? We have a whole episode on Neuromancer. If you true. want to go back and listen to our cyberpunk We had a whole episode. book club. On we it. did. We did. This track and the album they have, it just fits sitting down to read a cyberpunk novel like Neuromancer and listening to this type of music. So when we asked the question, what do you listen to while we read? This is one this of the one tracks came up. that I listen to specifically. Maybe had I listened to this, I would have enjoyed Maybe. William Gibson's Neuromancer. Let's see. Let's, let's do it. I'll reread. Thank you. 
So that was Neo Nature by Nervous Test Pilot. I get it. Yeah, okay. I get it. That jives with the book. It, I, it's also one of those tracks. There's a few. There's a bunch of tracks on OCR that kind of just become like chill songs because they're longer tracks, maybe like six or eight minutes, but yeah. they all have this like trancy kind of electronic feel. Trancy. Th- That's yeah. a good description. I'll put some of them on. There's one called like Foregone Rejuvenation from Unreal Tournament. Okay. And it has, it's another like You longer, pointed to me like I, I was going to rescue you like, and Nick, I just... Nick, Nick, Unreal. I'm the Wolverine in this scenario. I don't know <laughs> what this X-Mansion's all about. Um, hey, do you remember in the animated series when he cuts the top off Cyclops' car and it's like, <laughs> tell Cyclops I made him a convertible. That was our brief uh, X-Men rabbit trail. It was. There, so. Why don't you get out of here for a face? Oh, Sorry. Uh, so anyway, there Episode you go. 196 is the cyberpunk episode, everyone. That's true. So if you want to read some cyberpunk and listen to this track, we have some suggestions there in episode go. 196. So the next track is called Ryu 
for four pianos. Nice. From Street Fighter 2. Now, this is by Ruben Key, and it was originally for the track Ryu, uh, which is the Japan level in Street Fighter 2. Okay. Super Nintendo. Super Street Fighter 2, or just this regular? This is Street Fighter 2, the World Warrior, but there's, okay. I, I think you can kind of, you you recognize it either way. Okay. Uh, Yoko Shinomura was the original composer for Street Fighter 2. Mm. She just killed it on every, Wow. Uh, Lion Tamer brought this up as one of his favorite okay. uh, soundtracks of all time, and it is, it is one of the best game soundtracks ever, because... Almost like how Star Wars, each of the characters has their own theme. You can hear the theme and you know who we're talking about. Yeah. Street Fighter has a specific track for each character. That's that's Star Wars, though. Uh, Yeah, it is. In case anyone's confused. It was Star Wars. But each character has their own track who fits the the stage, who fits the character, and is a memorable killer track. And so uh, I wanted to pick this one because I... After Lion Tamer mentioned Street Fighter, we I felt like we had to include something from Street Fighter, besides just being one of my yeah. favorite games of all time. And you love the movie so much. You love Street both Fighter movies the movie. so I much. haven't seen Legend of Chun-Li. You haven't? No. Wow. You call yourself a Street Fighter fan. I like fan. the uh, animated Street Fighter 2, the movie. Okay. Haven't yeah. seen it. I have a Cammy pop figure that you bought for me, though. That's true, yeah. yeah. What, what's her What's her move? Cammy wheel! <laughs> okay. But I wanted to pick this one, because Ruben Key, he, he was a composer and a remixer on the site. He passed away in 2007 uh, due to a boating accident. And it was it was a very sad time on the site. Uh, and as somebody who only knew Ruben Key through the music that he provided on the site, I it, it was sad because when you listen to his tracks, he's so... He was so incredibly talented at it. He, he used piano in a lot oh. of his tracks. This one is one of those tracks that when I listen to him, like, why did I never learn the piano? Because <laughs> it's just so good and it's yeah. so cool. You know, this, these tracks uh, are here and they're free to listen to. So that lives on there. So you played mostly Super, you said? Super Street Fighter 2? Yeah, on Sega Genesis. Sega Genesis. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. what And that, that had an, ar- the, an arcade. Yeah. That had the four, like, new challenges. Sure did. Cammy and yeah. T-Hawk. Yeah. Okay, so let's check out Ryu Why'd you have pianos? to bring up T-Hawk? <laughs>
Yeah, that's uh, that. That seems like a pretty major reworking of the original, doesn't it? Well, I mean, it's it's taking. I mean, it's very effective, right? I, I just mean like I think that uh, it's faster. Yeah, it, it gives mean, it a very different vibe. The fact that it's bringing like you know he's got four pianos yeah. in the track. Yeah, the Super Nintendo didn't have like a sound chip, right. so it had to make imitation sounds. So. Yeah. Uh, you know, just hearing that, it's it is a completely yeah. you know different. It's very vibe. full. It's a very full sound. Yeah, Ryu's theme really works well with that one. So, do you think that Ken was ever upset that everybody else had a cool name and he just had Ken? I mean, nothing's wrong with the name Ken uh-huh. if you're like an investment banker. Would you or, rather it's like, all right, in this match, Ryu versus Kenneth? I don't think Kenneth would work. Kennedy. No. What if, it if was, his name was what if like it was Ryu versus JFK? The, well, that would be interesting. <laughs> okay. I, you know, if it was like. The the flying K or okay. something like that. Some, I just think you're saying Ken doesn't stand up to like Guile. It and doesn't. Dalsim, it doesn't. Zangief. No. Blanca. V- Vega. Yeah. And Ken. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> yeah. like all the Street Fighters got together and they brought their accountant, Ken. <laughs> I just. Ken. I'm just what I'm saying. Listen, I just. I don't think it's fair. Uh, up next, Thunderstruck. Oh. You know it what? Was I, Cher and Nicolas Cage, right? No, I, I really thought you were going to reference like ACDC there. Oh, no, no, no. No, you said you referenced Cher. <laughs> that's, you know what? That's Moonstruck. Oh, okay. Ah, that's my mistake. No, this is Thunderstruck okay. by Big Giant Circles and Jeff Ball. This is a remix of the tracks Above Ground, Lost Woods, and The Windmill Hut from The Legend of Zelda, mm. Ocarina of Time, Ooh. originally by Koji Kondo. Big Giant Circles, big name. We talked about him in the interview. Uh, was a remixer here on the site. He went big. He helped make the soundtracks for uh, Mass Effect 2. He had a track in Stranger Things Season 2. Wow. He He's an original composer with a lot of work. Just like uh, we said in that interview, a lot of composers from Overclocked Remix have gone on and made original game soundtracks for either inner games or okay. bigger games. Wow. It, it's been a great launching point for some composers. And Big Giant Circles has a very energetic style that just it, it's it feels like you're on a roller coaster i Your could use a pick a me up coaster let's do it they're they're fast they're electronic they they really rock and so the windmill theme is one of those it's a song from uh, ocarina time that's very catchy so much so that the guy playing it has been like driven mad by the song yeah and it's one of the most memorable pieces from an already fantastic soundtrack but thunderstruck it has always struck me as being something that uh, just really like a rocking remix of that. This is from the album 25-Year Legend, a Legend of Zelda indie game composer tribute. Let's listen to Thunderstruck.
So that was Thunderstruck by Big Giant Circles and Jeff Ball. I like how it it retains that like retro vibe because mm-hmm. of like the the, the chip style. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. But it still it still feels full and expanded. Mm-hmm. So I think that that straddles this really fine line yeah. where you kind of have the best of both worlds. So I think I mean even though I haven't played this game, it has mm-hmm. a very nostalgic vibe to yeah. it, which I like. But I also like how they've taken the violin yeah. and turned it into like a rock instrument, right? Yeah, which is which I think is fantastic. Yeah. Um, Them and the band Kansas, I think, sure, tend, yeah. to, tend to do that. Uh, big what about Crimson? Has an alternate name for Ken because he's got the red. He's got the, Ken versus he's Crimson. Crimson, like okay, yeah, Rio versus Crimson. The Crimson Blur. Yeah, yeah. That's, well, I wanted to let you know. Thank I, you. Big Giant Circles uh, has a lot of like very exciting tracks here. He remixed Smiley Spot, well, the Seven Up game. And <gasps> yes, he, Cool he Spot. Took, he took Cool Spot soundtrack bow, and just bow, turned bow, it into bow, like bow, bow. to new levels with that main theme. Well, I need to listen to that. <laughs> Last song <gasps> oh. on, on the pl- oh, I'm sorry. This one is called "Me and Mario Down by the Schoolyard." Oh, uh, from the original Super Mario Brothers game. That's fun. FF Music DJ and Jeffrey Tosser remixed Overworld, the Overworld theme. Uh, from Super Mario Brothers by Koji Kondo. And they, they kind of, this is something that also happens on the site every now and then, where they'll take a video game track and they'll kind of like restyle it to be like an, along the lines of another famous song. Okay. And so this is a take on Paul Simon, I This assume. is a take on Paul Simon's Me and Julio down by the schoolyard. Yeah. And I always feel like anyone remixing the original Mario Brothers theme has a very specific challenge because it's simple, incredibly catchy, maybe the most iconic piece of video game music out there. And I'm never sure, like, what else can you do to the Mario theme? How, yeah. like, how much is there to do to make it different? And every time somebody does the theme, I'm like, yeah, I guess I haven't heard something like that. But this one is fun. It's got the acoustic guitar, and it has that whistling like you hear in me mm-hmm. and Julio down by school mm-hmm. art. It retains that homage to Paul Simon while still yeah. staying Mario Brothers. Nice. So I, I, I didn't think we could end this this episode, this playlist episode, without... Mario. There would have been a riot. Yeah. So let's let's listen to me and Mario down by the schoolyard.
Super Mario down by the schoolyard. And that was remixed by Art Garfunkel, you said? No, 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 no. Oh. F- FF Music DJ and Jeffrey Tosser. Okay. Yeah. So. But yeah, I, you said that and I just, you I, thought, heard, you I heard, heard the wrong thing. You heard thing. Garfunkel. I heard the wrong okay. thing. I definitely get the Paul Simon notes in there. Uh-huh. It's a cool, it's a cool twist on it. Yeah. Wow. That was this playlist. Before we before we move away from this Mario theme, mm-hmm. I, have you ever, and, and you're going to want to gather around your speakers, uh, bring your families in close, because I'm about to do something that I swore I would never do, and that's say something positive about uh, Mario Sunshine. Wow. I know. Uh, in the challenge levels uh-huh. where you go on and you have to, like, it's sort of like a maze level. There's this, um, like, acapella Okay. Stripped down of this of this theme, oh, okay. it kind of it, it was shades of that. It reminded me of that a little bit. Are you familiar with that? Uh, no, I haven't played oh, Sunshine it's, yet. It's you got to find that and listen okay. to it because it's it's a super cool take on that. All right, and it does sort of a similar thing where it puts this uh, you know kind of a retro vibe on right. it. So it kind of reminded me of that. But is that the most positive thing you can say about Mario Sunshine? It is literally the only positive <laughs> thing I can say about Mario Sunshine. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah. Nick is more of a Luigi's Mansion. I, I am. Yeah. Are there people who aren't? More of than a Mario game? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean Mario Sunshine. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. You're in the right camp on that one. Okay, thank you. So, Good. But yes, that is all the music we have today. Wow. So again, you should go to ocremix.org and discover all this music for yourself. They're on Twitter. Uh, they're on YouTube. I have my own favorites playlist of overclocked remix songs on my YouTube page if you're interested. Plug it. Uh, Dust versus Tweak at YouTube. It's just called OC Remix Favorites. Nice. But if... If there's like a game that I, I most likely did not play a s- song from your favorite game because there's so many and I had to I had to push aside so many of my favorite tracks from this yeah. as well. Yeah, there's a lot um, of tears. You you should definitely go to the Overclocked Remix the site and look for your favorite tr- uh, tracks and see how they're remixed or just you can go you can click by uh, style if you're into folk you can click on the tags folk and it'll show you more of those songs. It's a great way to find new music. Again, it's all free, and this is the music that I listen to while I read. Every one of these so tracks you've answered the question I listen to while I read. From episode 206. Yep. The trilogy is complete. Yeah. We have been on our last crusade. Yeah, we have. Thank you, Eric, for cultivating this list. Thank and, you for uh, being on this one. Dropping this knowledge bomb on. Also, of course, thank you to all of the artists who took the time to do this. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got a lot of positive responses and feedback from the artists as you reached out to let them know that we were yes. doing this. So uh, yeah, thank you for sharing exciting. their talent as well as their generosity and... Uh, allowing us to do this yeah Go ahead. yeah again if you enjoyed this and you this is your first time listening to the all the book show welcome welcome uh please head over to soundcloud at the all the book show uh check out our other episodes if you haven't listened to the interview with larry og lion tamer uh please do so uh we have we're at episode two of six at time of recording now so there's a lot there if you, you got, knew you got to dig deep into the back catalog yep. yeah please rate and subscribe to this show please uh, share it, please rate it. Uh, we hope to see you again on our next episodes. And uh, for our regular listeners who uh, they they've they, gone outside of their comfort zone, they've gone outside their comfort They're zone. Like, What's for this me. strange journey that we're on for the for this vanity project of mine? Uh, <laughs> thank you as well. It, it, uh, I could talk about these songs all day, every day. I believe it. So I've got like sixteen. Uh, CDs in my car right now. I'm sensing a spin-off podcast. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. Thank you for listening, Nick. That's right. Thanks. We'll see you next time. Mm